0: Buildings have evolved, so let's give them the attention they deserve. This is 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from the building experts at Boland. We're a building solutions provider with more than 350 professionals and 150 technicians with one goal in mind, to make your building better. Hello and welcome to 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from the building experts at Boland. I am your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the show. Today, we're talking about indoor air quality. Now, indoor air quality is a topic that was growing in relevance in recent years, but with the emergence of COVID-19 in 2020, its importance has really been taken to new heights. And so joining me today on 10 Minutes to a Better Building to discuss all things IAQ is Kevin Bradley, sales team leader at Boland. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me. How are you, man? Great,
1: Tyler. Thank you. Thanks for uh, putting this all together.
0: Well, I'm thrilled to have you on the show, Kevin, and obviously this is an important topic. And so kick us off today just by describing the importance of indoor air quality and why it's something that we should discuss on a podcast about having a better building.
1: Well, even before COVID, one little anecdote was in a typical year, of course, last year was not typical. We, we spent about one third of our entire time inside of a commercial office building. Commercial buildings could be schools, anything like that. So we're inside quite a bit of our time, as we already know. That's not in counting how much time we're at home. Uh, so again, with, with the, the pandemic coming up now, while the pandemic may be a temporary situation, it's really brought uh, about the uh, need for a better IAQ that, you know, inside buildings that's both sustainable and resilient um, inside of a building.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great point, and I really do like that statistic, and, and appreciate um, you bringing it up. That the, the fact that we spend a third of our lives inside commercial buildings really does kind of drive home the fact that it's worth thinking about, right? And that's something that the that you guys at Boland have thought about recently as well. You you know you, you stop to think. Okay, we talk a lot about uh, you know HVAC systems and indoor air quality, and you actually took that and practiced what you preached, right?
1: Exactly. So one of the things we did in our own building was we looked and said, okay, what are we doing for the indoor air quality in our building? And we noticed we had some MERV 15 filter. So it's pretty good filtration system. But again, we wanted to do better. Um, So we looked at it and uh, improved it by adding some dynamic filters with UV lights, which are a catch and kill method while we are doing that, we are also able to reduce the energy usage of our building. So again, getting into this balancing act of improving the indoor air quality in our building while also reducing the energy footprint of our building.
0: That's fantastic. And I love the example just that that you're setting by looking at your own system and saying, okay, what can we do to improve as well? So I know one of the things that, that stands out and, and that, that you have to discuss anytime you talk about indoor air quality are minimum codes and standards. So, what role do they play in any conversation about IAQ?
1: Well, the, the codes and standards right now, and in, in the codes for outside air have changed a lot over the last probably 25, 30 years. They've gone up, they've gone down, and they really, the amount of outside air was there to balance both the energy usage. The more outside air you bring in, the more energy you've got to put into it to cool it down, dehumidify it, or heat it back up again. Again, with making sure we've got proper amount of outside air for indoor air quality. And most of the outside air that we're being told to bring in by codes are really just about the minimum amount to kind of balance out the energy again and how healthy we want to try to make the building. One thing we're realizing is, um, and a lot more studies have been done, is the more outside air there is into a building, the the more active and productive people are inside the buildings. We all, most of us like to be outside. We prefer to be outside, um, but, you know, we can't obviously do quality work sometimes outside. So this is where, you know, potentially looking at increasing the amount of outside air into a building may be a good thing, Um, but you got to balance that out with our, with your energy that you're going to spend taking care of that outside air. And and the second part about that is the codes have a minimum requirement for your filtration system, um, well, that's the decent minimum amount. It may not be the best idea for your building. You know, that's one of the things we took into heart in our own building was, okay, the minimum is, you know, a MERV 8 uh, by most codes. Um, that's increasing up to MERV 13, but we want to do better. Um, that's one of the things we, we think we can help clients out between our broad offering of, of, of air cleaning technologies by looking at, well, what makes the most sense for a client above and beyond what the minimums are.
0: Yeah that's a, that's a really good point you know and, and, and you you laid out that that push and pull or that that balancing act that has to occur between wanting more outside air right bringing more air from the outside but also not wanting to raise energy costs right everyone is is conscious of what they're spending in terms of utilities and that sort of thing these days and so um and so that's sort of what you were speaking to right there is is what Boland can bring to the table when it comes to providing some expertise and some guidance in that area and and, and you mentioned just that it's it's not the same for everybody, right? That there are different factors that you have to weigh, and different things that you know every customer is going to want that that might look different, right? So, kind of talk me through how you walk through that process, and how you how you get to a point where you feel confident uh, recommending certain solutions for different customers or clients.
1: It's a great question, Tyler. Yes, I mean one of the biggest things is every building's unique, um, and every client's different. So we're trying to come up with the the. Optimum solution for everyone and and one of the ways we first do it is we 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 assess what's what the current you know Where the building is currently uh, What was it designed for and then again? What are the future needs of the building? I mean that's consistently changed over the years So that's you know, that's kind of the first step and then we with the client um, develop strategies and solutions that are energy efficient sustainable and help them with their uh, their KPIs their key performance indicators um, you know, just, you know, what, what makes the most sense for them and kind of the, the last part is, uh, man helping them manage it through, um, ongoing monitoring as well as analytics to, to help them make sure the building stays where it needs to be. So make sure it's sustainable throughout the, uh, the life of the building.
0: And a lot of what you laid out there really is taking a holistic view of the, of the building, right. And, and looking at everything in connection with one another and not just isolating certain things and trying to fix certain things, but really taking a holistic view of the building in its entirety, right? And so what does that mean from your perspective and from where you sit? When you take a look at an HVAC system, how do you take into account everything that goes into a building and make the HVAC system a part of that and then really take a holistic view of the health of a building from that perspective?
1: Well, I mean, one of the first things, I mean, we we definitely want to balance the first cost, the operating costs, and the maintenance costs to help make sure that the HVC system is resilient, which I think is even more important today, um, and sustainable. Um, We want to make sure that the building is, you know, going to, you know, anything we implement today doesn't, we don't want to go away in a year from now or two years from now. We want to make sure we're we're, we're talking about it and figure out that that it's going to be the right solution for a long time in the building. And there's many ways you can do, you can improve your indoor air quality. It's not necessarily mean putting in air cleaning technology. So that's why we, one of the things we recommend is to do a formal IAQ assessment where we come in, we kind of walk through your building and go through and make some measurements and some observations, talk with you, the client to come up with, you know, what are you seeing any problems um, and kind of at the end of the day, kind of look at it and go, well, what's the indoor air quality? What's the ventilation Humidity, and then go through different uh, scenarios with you and try to figure out what makes the most sense for you. And that could be uh, balancing, again, the first cost, the operating cost, and the maintenance cost um, so that it's the right solution.
0: And data is at the heart of all of this, right? Like people want to be able to make informed decisions, and you want to empower people to make informed decisions utilizing the data that's available, correct?
1: That's correct. I mean, data has um, become, I call it cheaper, um, and now we, you know, the with the cloud um, out there, we can. You don't, as an owner, you don't have to go buy a server or anything else to put inside your building and then worry about upkeep. You could just upload that data to the cloud and let, and then people like us, as Train and Boland, have uh, analytics programs that we can run to kind of help prevent you from, you know, any issues coming up um, or looking at things and figuring out, you know, what. What makes the most sense going forward, and kind of giving you the heads up: hey, there may be a potential issue coming. Um, now, now, sometimes that we, you know, we we might want to make a change inside of your building, um, or to trying to do some maintenance on this on this product, or the, hey, the filter pressure drops have increased or started to increase. We kind of want to make sure we get them changed out, but let's do that on a on, on a good time frame that works for you to get these things changed out.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Well, it is difficult to cram everything that we want to discuss when it comes to indoor air quality into a 10 minute conversation, but Kevin, do you have any final thoughts, anything you want to leave our listeners with when it comes to indoor air quality and the expertise that you and and the team at Bowling can provide?
1: Yeah. Again, the biggest thing right now is the pandemic has hit us all hard. I've really, I mean, one of my main goals is to try to help any client get back into your office, get back into the school's Um, let's get back to normal, I call it normalcy again. And, you know, call us at Boland, we can help you out. And like I said, it's not necessarily, we're going to tell you that you need this, the greatest air cleaning technology ever. Let's walk through and figure out what makes the most sense for your building and come up with a long-term plan um, so that we can get your building ready so that you can bring your clients and everything else. So they're more confident coming into your building and, Again, making sure this building is ready for any future possible uh, scenario that does come up.
0: I think that's a great way to put it, Uh, just, you know, future-proofing your building as much as possible, uh, because you never know what's coming around the corner. You know, this time last year, we had no idea what was about to happen. And so, so yeah, making sure that you are ready for whatever the future throws at you is a great way to put it. Kevin Bradley, sales team leader at Boland. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today, talking to us a little bit about indoor air quality. Where can people find more information from you and from the team at Boland if they're interested in learning more about uh, improving their own indoor air quality?
1: Uh, you can go to uh, the, our, our webpage, www.boland.com. That'll be a great starter for you to find us and uh, contact us.
0: That is perfect, www.boland.com. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us here on 10 Minutes to a Better Building.
1: Thanks, Tyler. I appreciate it.
0: And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of 10 Minutes to a Better Building. You heard Kevin, if you want more information on indoor air quality, what the experts uh, like the people at Boland can do for you in terms of just helping you make the right decisions and learning a little bit more about your building systems, make sure to go to boland.com. And of course, stay tuned for more episodes of 10 Minutes to a Better Building, where we dive into further topics just about improving your facilities and what you can do moving forward from, of course, the experts at Boland. Stay tuned for that. But if you're not already subscribed to the podcast on... On Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure to go subscribe to stay up to date with the latest episodes, and we'll be back soon with those episodes. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.